Hello and welcome once again to the Football Betting Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Pipkin, and I'm joined as ever by my banana skin spotting co-host, Tom Walker. Hi, Profit Chasers. How's it going? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. So here we are, fresh off another bomb-proof treble victory. Thank you, Ibrahimovic. For anyone who didn't know, um, last night on Tuesday we won a bomb-proof treble thanks to Ibrahimovic's 94th minute penalty. Got lucky, but we got there in the end, didn't we, Tom? Yeah, we got lucky. Just as United were facing that 19-20 game unbeaten run to come to an end. First time we bet on them, probably, during that whole time. Um, and we were cursing them, but yeah, Zlatan came up at the end and a nice 10-1 to win. So, I think it returned £99, something pence. So, very profitable uh, midweek. Yeah, it's just a bit of justice as well after Swansea cost us for both bomb-proof trebles last weekend because we thought we were going to be in for a big payday then, but unfortunately Swansea couldn't get past Middlesbrough. But there we go, yeah, justice has been done. Yeah, absolutely, and you know we're on, we're on good form now. We're really knocking on that door. Yeah, and I think there's lots of potential this weekend as we'll get into. Before we go into any matches, we're just going to play a little clip from last week. When I asked Tom on his opinion on the Chelsea v Crystal Palace match. Just take a listen to this. Uh, Chelsea v Crystal Palace. We've got Palace. Chelsea win. Move on. (laughs) (laughs) Palace have won three in a row. You know, they they might not roll over. But as you say, Chelsea. Chelsea win. Move on. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Well, you know... Yeah, not many people uh, tip Palace to, to go to the champions elect, as everyone's calling them, and win. So, no shame there, but yeah, it was a big shock. <laughs> I wonder if we'll be seeing any similar levels of confidence this week. Uh, less likely, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's go straight into the Premier League then. The lunchtime kickoff on the Saturday is Spurs. Can they continue their title charge? They're at home to Watford. So now I'm so confident, but I don't want to to come off overly confident. I very much do fancy Spurs. (laughs) (laughs) Is that worded correctly? Spurs for me. Choosing his words very carefully this week, Mr Walker. Surely you think Spurs will win. They've got an excellent home record. And I can't see Watford going there. They're, Watford at 12-1, to 1, which which tells you all that you need to know really about this game. Absolutely. From a betting perspective, Spurs, they're 2-7. to seven. It doesn't really interest me. No, same. Same. There's just no no real reason to be betting on the game unless, I don't know, unless you wanted to go for like a, a minus two. But I don't feel like Spurs batter people. They just kind of... They get like a 2-0, 3-1, something like that. Yeah, they'll efficiently get the job done, we expect there. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the next game is Middlesbrough, home to Burnley. Burnley just started to claw away from the relegation zone with a victory on Tuesday night. Middlesbrough really need this one, don't they? Who do you think is going to win this one, Tom? It's just Middlesbrough. I, I can't ever bet on them to win a game of football. I'm looking at that middle column of draw at 21 to 10. And thinking that that will probably be, that will suit Sean Dyche. And I don't think Middlesbrough have got enough to win. So I, I'd be inclined for a draw. 
I think Middlesbrough are going to win this one, as much as it pains me to say it. And I think they're going to really? win. Really? Who's going to score? Negredo, probably. But I think Middlesbrough, they're going to have any chance whatsoever of staying up this season. They need to win this game. So they need to throw men forward. Um, and they really do need to go for it. It'd be a real shame if Burnley got sucked into it. They've had such a good season, really. You know, I don't want it to be tarnished. I really just don't want them to go down for Sean Dyche's sake. So, fingers crossed they can pull away. But Middlesbrough, on the other hand, good riddance. <laughs> OK, Stoke v Liverpool is the next three o'clock kickoff. You can get Stoke at 17-4. to the draw at 14 to 5 and Liverpool at 8 to 11. Stoke, as you said last week, are on the beach. Flip-flops, big time. This is the kind of game that Liverpool are going to find hard. They kind of seem to make it harder against the so-called lesser teams. I don't think Stoke's intensity, however, is going to match up to Liverpool's. So I'm going to go for Liverpool on this one. Yeah, I completely agree. I don't think it'll be easy by any means, but I do think Liverpool will and should come away with the victory here to keep up that big push for the top four that they've got going. Yeah, they'll have, they'll have too much energy for Stoke, I think. West Brom v Southampton. West Brom, they're 19-10. The draw's 23-10. And Southampton are the favourites. They're 31-20. I'm quite surprised Southampton are favourites for this game. Yeah, so am I. Neither side is the most prolific. I would go probably West Brom to win. I think it'll be low scoring as well. Yeah, I'd agree. And I think it's a great price, 19 to 10. Then we also have Man City at home to Hull. Man City, they're an unbackable 1 to 5. Uh, the draw's 13 to 2. And if you do fancy Hull, 16 to 1. Yeah, totally unbackable. Fully expect City to come away with a win. Hull are good at home under Silva, but away it's a different story in there. I can see them being brushed aside with minimal effort. Yeah, I agree. We've mentioned on the podcast before that Hull are a team where you want to be with them when they're at home and oppose them when they're playing away from home. Marco Silva's got that incredible record where he hasn't lost a home football match for three years. Unreal. And that... That is unreal. That's the kind of stats that are going to keep Hull in the, in the division if, if he can continue to do so. A lot of people are saying, like, oh, yeah, a lot of it was in Greece. And I do understand. But, you know, that that's a huge, like, winner's mentality. And yeah. I, I, I really do fancy Hull to stay up just whilst we're on the topic. Oh, yeah, me uh, too. People say uh, that it might have been in Greece, but he's come to the Premier League. And since he's been here, they've not lost at home still. They've won six out of seven. The home games that are remaining, they've got Watford, they've got Sunderland, and on the last day they've got Spurs. So that's a huge, huge opportunity for Hull. It's pretty much in their own hands, I'd say. Yeah, looking at those fixtures, definitely. Um, and then the final three o'clock for the Premier League is West Ham at home to Swansea. I find Swansea another one of those teams. You want to be with them at home more than you do when they're away, but... Saying that, West Ham, they've been poor recently. Yeah, they have. Probably some of the most frustrating fans in the land. You know, they've had so many good managers. For a club of their size, I don't care what they say, they're, they're not this huge super club. They kind of seem to think they are. 
they've had managers come in and do great jobs, but they usher them out all the time, and it's just it's just not on. It's just not on. I don't know who I fancy for the game. I'd probably go for a draw. But just on the subject to West Ham, just I kind of think they need to take a step back and just realise who they are, where they are. David Sullivan, shut up and stay out of the media. Stay out of the team affairs. For God's sake. Every week I feel like there's a new story come out from the owners of West Ham commenting on something, saying the manager should be doing this, the team should be playing in this, this way. He's not the manager. If he thinks he should be the manager, sack Bilic and put yourself in, then see how you do. But I'd hate it as a fan. Owners have, have obviously, they have taken a club to the next level. They, they have, but they just need to tone it down in, like you say, in social media. And the fans just, they've been in the championship two years in the last, what, seven maybe? Yeah. Seven, eight. They need to realise where they are and, and who they are. They honestly do think they have this like birthright to be some massive club, and I, and I could not disagree more. And on the subject of the game, I'd probably just go for a draw. Yeah, I think the draw, thirteen to five, is the safe bet there. And then the final game on the Saturday, that's the five thirty, and that's Bournemouth at home to Chelsea. Bournemouth eleven to two, the draw sixteen to five, and Chelsea four to seven. How can you see this one going? Is this another? Chelsea win, move on? Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> Conte, is a, Conte is a winner. Um, the players are winners. They've won a lot as a group and individually. That would have been embarrassing for them um, on Saturday against Palace. I think they're going to bounce back and win this comfortably. OK, then moving on to Sunday then. Sunderland v Man United. That's the one thirty. Sunderland, the home team, a massive 11-1. to the draw fifteen to four and United four to eleven. Moyes entertains his old United side. United unbeaten in nineteen, but so many draws, so many draws. Even though they're away at Sunderland, I'm going to alert the profit chasers to a banana skin. Now, I've had a little bit of form recently, kind of thinking of banana skins and letting the profit chasers know who they should avoid. I'm going to put United on that list, especially at 4-11. to 11. That's just a woeful price for a team that's totally goal-shy and not very ruthless. Yeah, I think 15-4 to 4 could be a good price there, and I think that's a good banana skin shot once again. And then the 4 o'clock kickoff is Everton v Leicester. I think this one promises to be a cracking game on paper. Absolutely, yeah. Goals all over the place, I think. I'd probably go for maybe a draw with both teams to score, something like that. The draw's 11-4. I don't think the Premier League is best league to bet on this weekend just because the big teams are all shortly priced against like poorer sides, etc. So, yeah, I'd probably just go for a draw. Yeah, I think score draws are safe bet. I think both teams to score is the ultimate safe bet here. Yeah, for sure. And then on Monday... I can feel an upset coming on. It's Crystal Palace at home to Arsenal. Palace 15 to 4, the draw 29 to 10 and Arsenal 3 to 4 favorites. I don't know about you, but I think this could be a really bad time for Arsenal to play Palace. Absolutely. Big Sam's got his players in. He's got them all working together. They know their roles and know their jobs. Just seems to be coming together. Zaha is on absolute fire. 
I'm feeling a, a Palace win for sure. Yeah, nearly four to one. That's, I think it's a great price for a, a woefully out of form Arsenal side. Oh, absolutely. Arsene Wenger is killing this club. Apparently, after the West Brom game, he said to the media, I know my decision. This would have been three weeks on Saturday after that game. Why hasn't he come out and told people? Because it's the uncertainty that's killing the club. Um, If he's staying, then people will, you know, people will be unhappy, but I'm sure the banners and everything will stop because he's announced he's staying and signing a new deal. And if he's leaving, then the people who want him out will pay, you know, pay him a bit more respect and they'll want him to go out with a bang. So, yeah, he's killing the club, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen it or any of the profit chasers have seen it, but at WrestleMania last weekend, there was even a Wenger Out sign in the crowd there. They're everywhere, these guys. <laughs> the Wenger Out Brigade is it's, everywhere. <laughs> it's so funny, but, you know, Arsenal fans, again, just like West Ham fans, they really frustrate me. They're really good at embarrassing the club on social media, etc. I think so. <laughs> Okay, so let's move on to the championship. Are there any here in particular that you like the look of? Um, Anything which stands out for you as as value or anything? There's a couple. As ever, the championship is always tough to pick winners from. I particularly like the look of Derby away at Birmingham. How motivated do you think Gary Rowett is going to be for this game? Oh yeah, hugely. I really think he's going to get his Derby team right up for it. Kind of win this one for me, lads. Threw me to the Wolves. So, yeah, 11-8. to eight, Derby away a woeful Birmingham. I think even though we're, we're Forest fans and, you know, obviously Derby are a rival club, I would actually like to see them win that game for Gary Rowett. He, he deserves way more than Birmingham gave him. I also like the look of Villa away at Burton. Villa on fire at the moment. They've really come together. You can get them at 11 to 8, which I, I think that's a good price. Yeah, Burton, they, they worry me. They really worry me. They got the last-minute winner away at Huddersfield last weekend, which is a great result for them. Every time I feel like I bet against Burton, they seem to cost me. So I, I don't dare anymore. But Villa should win. They really should win. Yeah, we're not going to be surprised, are we? If Villa do win, yeah, it's not going to be easy. But yeah, I think they'll, uh, I think they'll come through. Besides that, all I can see is goals in the championship. I think there's a lot of games where you'll get both teams to score. I'm looking at Bristol City Wolves, Norwich Reading, Forest Huddersfield, Cardiff Brentford. Do you have any anything that I've missed? Anything you want to add in particular? Yeah, a couple that stood out for me. Rotherham, they're down. Uh, they're away at Wigan. And I think Wigan at 1-2 to two will get three points there. Wigan have to win. They need to win this game. Yeah, they do. If they don't win, we can say they're as good as down. Blackburn, I think they'll win. They're 11-10 to 10 and they're at home to Barnsley. Barnsley aren't going to get in the playoffs. They're comfortably mid-table. They've got nothing to play for. Whereas Blackburn... They've had a real resurgence under Tony Mowbray and they're still scrapping for survival as well. And I think they'll see this as a great opportunity to get three points against a team that's got nothing to play for. Finally, Newcastle United. 
They're 29 to 20, and they're away at Sheffield Wednesday in the 5:30 p.m. kickoff on Saturday. Let me just read you out a few of Newcastle United's away results against teams in the top half of the league this season. It's really impressive. So they've beaten Huddersfield, they've beaten Brighton, they've drew against Norwich, they've drew against Reading, they've beaten Barnsley, they've beaten Preston, they've beaten Leeds, they've beaten Brentford, they've beaten Derby. That's all away from home. They've not lost a single game against one of the top sides away apart from Fulham. So I think they're great value to win against a struggling Wednesday team. I see what you're saying. It wouldn't surprise me if they did win, but I don't know. It's just Sheffield Wednesday are going for a rough match, yeah. But they're still a side to to be a bit weary of in the Championship, surely. Their playoff <laughs> hopes hang by a thread at the moment, so um, I think they'll uh, they'll be right up for it. We shall see. So there's some opportunity there in the Championship this weekend. Let's move on to League One. I don't know about you, but I found League One quite hard to come by um, in terms of winners this weekend. Yeah, totally agree. I don't think there's too much going on in terms of opportunity. There are a couple of games I earmarked. Obviously, captain obvious. Sheffield United's cantering towards that league table. They could be promoted by the time Saturday comes around. They're 8 15 away at Northampton. I'm also looking at Bolton. I do like the look of Bolton away at struggling Scunthorpe. Scunthorpe got a win the other week just to kind of kickstart a little bit of run of form, but Bolton, uh, I really do feel that Bolton are quite relentless, and I really do think that they're going to they're gonna go on, and I think they will get promoted. Besides that, maybe Bradford away at Berry, Maybe. They're 21 to 20. Bradford are notoriously not as good away from home, but Berry are an odd team, one of the top scorers in the division, but they're just they're still down there. Apart from that, there's not too much going on for me. Um, Millwall away at Gillingham is one that perhaps interested me. Gillingham, they're 13 to five. The draws 27 to 10, and Millwall are, are evens. Millwood had a patchy run of form up until recently. They've picked themselves back up again. And I think they could be good value there. And then Coventry City. What what, what a feel-good factor going around the club at the moment. Obviously, they won the Checker Trade Trophy last weekend uh, against Oxford. And they're against a Peterborough side, which... Oh, all right. Not bad. Just just average mid-table, really. Standard Peterborough affair. But Coventry are 2-1. to one. And I think they can continue. You like the look of them. Yeah, I think I think they can continue their little mini revival, albeit it doesn't actually count for anything. They're playing for pride. They're playing, you know. There's there's a feel good factor, as I say, around the club at the moment, thanks to the cup win. And I think they'll do the business there, two to one. So I think, as far as I'm concerned, that's all for League One this week. I don't know about you. Anything else or? Nah, nah, nothing. It's a league to be avoided this week for sure. I'm not even massively confident in your Millwall shout. Um, Moving on. Yeah, so let's move on to League Two. Our favourite league in the world once again presents us with opportunity for profit in abundance. I don't know about you, but there's a lot that I fancy this week. My God, I I just love this league. There's so much going on every single week. 
I'm not going to run through all of them. I'll run through a couple. Otherwise, I'll be talking about every game. <laughs> but Notts County, for me, one of the most informed teams in League Two. They are away at Carlisle, but, you know, listeners who listen to the podcast on a regular basis have heard me read out Carlisle's home form since the turn of the year. It has been catastrophic, to say the very least. County have beaten Wickham away, they've beaten Plymouth away. Um, I really do fancy them to, to go there and get the win in their 9-4. to four. Cambridge at home to Leighton Orient. Leighton Orient, what a mess. What a white, like, winding up orders, running out of money, poor team, owners couldn't care less, miles away from safety. Very confident Cambridge will win there, as average as they are. Portsmouth, hate betting on Portsmouth. They're always a dreadful price. 4-9 to nine at home to Yeovil. They will seal the deal. I'm looking at Blackpool. Blackpool at home to Grimsby. Two beautiful locations in England going head-to-head. <laughs> um, I fancy the Tangerines to come away with that. And you can get them at 17-20. to 20. Yeah, a couple more for me to add to that. I think Accrington Stanley are going to continue their march up the league. They're making a a late, late surge for playoffs. I think they're probably going to have left it a bit too late. They're going to go and beat until the end of the season, I feel. They've, their manager has not lied when he said they would. They had a great win away at Plymouth last weekend. And I can definitely see them continuing that at 21-20 to 20 at home to Crewe. And Plymouth, they're the best team in the league away from home. They're away against Crawley, who they're not going to go down. They're They've got nothing to play for. Plymouth could confirm automatic promotion this weekend. So I think they're certainly to one to look, one to look out for at 21-20. to 20. I think Exeter might win as well. They're at home to Newport County, Exeter 3-4. to four. Um, Lots of opportunity overall here, I feel. League 2 is back. Back with a bang. League 2 is back and I just love it. I love it. It never, ever lets you down. It's always got opportunity in there. Which leads on nicely, I think, to the bomb-proof treble, because as you'll find out, mine contains multiple League Two teams. So, As does mine. So, guys, for those of you that don't know, this is a part of the show where we reveal our world-famous bomb-proof trebles. So we'll pick three teams for you each that we guarantee to come home and win. At the end of the season, we're going to tot up how much individually we would have made you and how much, as a pair, we would have made you at the end of the season if you backed us every single week. So, ladies first, after you, Mr Pipkin. <laughs> you bastard. Who are you going for? Okay. I'm going to go for Accrington Stanley. They're 21-20, to 20, and they're at home to crew. I'm going to go for Plymouth Argyle. They're 21-20, to 20, and they're away at Crawley. I'm going to go for Newcastle United. They're 29 to 20 away at Sheffield Wednesday. And £10 on all of that returns a handsome £98 back. Nice. I actually think that's quite a good return for you there. I think that's a, uh, a well thought out BPT. Mine's slightly lower. 
so mine returns 92-19. It's a League 2 clean sweep. So we've got Blackpool at home to Grimsby there, 17-20. We've got Cambridge United at home to Leighton Orient, they're 8-15. And we've got Notts County away at Carlisle United, they're 9-4. And like I said, £10 on pays 90 to 19. Nice, very nice indeed. Okay, Profit Chasers, so they are two more bomb-proof trebles for you. Uh, continuing the good run we've had, uh, just to recap, a week ago, Swansea cost both of us on the bomb-proof. Midweek, Tom was one goal off, and I managed to rake in a 10-to-1 winner, so we're on good form, and we think that these two are going to continue that for us. I don't know if if the profit chasers saw the tweet, but we did tweet recommending that if you were a bit risk averse and you wanted to, you could back Middlesbrough draw double chance at evens to guarantee you'd win your original stake back. So I don't know if any of you did that, but if you did, well done for doing it because you saved yourself a bit of money. It's always good to keep an eye on our, um, on our Twitter page, not only is it hilariously funny, <laughs> uh, we also post little tips, little tricks, uh, if we see anything, you know, on a random Monday night that we think may be good value, we'll tweet it out and, uh, yeah, so the followers can, can jump on board. So, yeah, always, always worth keeping an eye out for. Yeah, that is at T underscore FB podcast, at T underscore FB podcast. So you can follow us and join in the fun there. So... As ever, guys, as well as the Twitter handle that Tom has just alerted you to, uh, there are numerous ways you can get in contact with us. Uh, so you can email us at footballbettingpodcast.gmail.com and we'll do our best to get back to you as soon as possible there. Uh, we're on Facebook as well. Facebook.com forward slash footballbettingpodcast is the best way to get at us. So yeah, join in the debate. Any questions you have? I just want to give a little... Shout out to one of our followers who has been supporting the podcast pretty well on social media, etc. recently. So, Dan, thank you very much. Uh, keep up the support. And like I said, if you want to get a little mention or if you have any questions for us, contact us in the numerous ways possible. Yeah, please do. So, I think that just about wraps us up once again for another week of the Football Betting Podcast. We hope we've given you lots of things to think about, lots of tips, a few banana skins to avoid, and hopefully lots of money in your betting account or your wallet by the end of Saturday. Absolutely. So, it's going to be goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. We'll see you next week, guys. Bye.